Andre Segovia Show. Good morning, everyone. This is Andres. Thank you so much for tuning into the program today. In this episode, we're going to be doing a news roundup. And in this segment, my intent with this, uh, I guess, segment is to basically catch you up on news that you otherwise didn't know was happening or flew under your radar entirely while you were digesting your everyday news. Uh, Some of these news articles do tend to be more on the local side of things. So for those of you outside California, a lot of this might not apply to you, but there are some national news uh, headlines that I will tackle in these segments from time to time. But mostly I want to bring attention to those in the market that I service uh, here in Southern California and of course, of course, statewide. And because the show originally, my show originally launched on May 29, uh, I have to bring you up to speed as to some of the items that you probably didn't yet know, but some of these things are still kind of like uh, in the works, work in progresses, so to speak. So we don't know the full effect of what will transpire. And you'll understand what I mean by all that as I cover some of these uh, news items. So in this uh, segment of News Roundup, we're going to be going over headlines and news items from January and February 2019. So we start off with this great article that was published on the California Real Estate Magazine. This is a magazine for realtors, and they have a good summary chart of what the votes meant during the 2018 midterm elections for here in California because for those of you not aware Gavin Newsom is the new governor um, and he had a campaign promise that he was running on that he wants to make good upon this is a direct quote from his campaign website he said housing cannot just be available it must also be within reach and some of his campaign promises or his intents that he hopes to accomplish while governor are that he wants to build 3.5 million homes by the year 2025 on average california has built fewer than 80,000 homes per year over the last 10 years he also wants to increase the low income housing tax credit program by over 500 percent to make affordable housing easier to build he also wants to link transportation funds to housing goals so just reading headlines here, folks, uh, this is not an op- opinion or commentary moment. This is all just about what these headlines are and in some cases as to what it could possibly mean. So now we move on to the legislator of the state of California. Currently, the Democrats hold what is called a supermajority in the state legislature. So the California State Assembly consists of 60 Democrats and 20 Republicans. And in the California State Senate, we have 29 Democrats, 11 Republicans. So what basically what this means is that any type of so-called filibuster, they have a two-thirds supermajority vote in both houses. So that makes it easier for them to basically put constitutional amendments on the ballot or basically defeat any filibuster that the Republicans or any other dissenters might try stonewall. So there were also four ballot propositions in direct relations to real estate. And I'm going to be covering each of those four right here because there's a great summary that the, this magazine has that I want to share with you. So the four propositions, the first one is Proposition 1, California voted yes. And this is what it means for real estate. California is now authorized to sell $4 billion in bonds to provide resources for housing-related programs and provide veterans with home loans. Proposition 2, California voted yes. California can now allow for existing funds to be used to fund affordable housing with on-site medical services for those suffering from medical illness. Proposition 5, California voted no. This is what it means for real estate. Senior and severely disabled homeowners are still heavily restricted in their ability to take their property taxes with them when they move. 
CAR, the California Association of Realtors, has already filed a revised initiative on this issue for the 2020 ballot. Proposition 10, California voted no. Thank you very much, everyone that voted no. What this means for real estate is Costa Hawkins remains intact. State law continues to restrict the types of rent control that cities and counties can impose. That doesn't mean cities can't impose uh, rent control. It's just that the type of rent control they're able to impose is considerably more limited than what they're intending to do. So Prop 10 was shot down by by California. Thank you very much. But plan on seeing another variation of that, most likely in the next election. Okay, so now... Uh, We're going to turn to January home sales and pricing reports for uh, the stuff that's relevant here in California, right? So I'm only going to give some bullet points on this from the California Association of Realtors website that they published. Now, a little bit of information on statistics like this. The statistics for housing generally are published almost a month after the month has closed so technically this is considered february news but because we're covering january i'm just gonna say it's january but just to let you know uh, these articles that i'm covering and and referencing will be available as links in the show notes so you can come you can go see the full articles for yourself on my website theandresagovia.com now this article that I'm referencing regarding the January home sales and pricing that I'm using as an example was published February 20th. So I'm giving you that as an example that as much as we like to tell you, hey, how's activity going on right now? We can only take a guess as to how we see activity happening on a daily basis. But when we curate all that information to give a year over year or month to month activity, we don't really know until like 30 or 60 days after because some of these uh, reports of data analysis are not provided to us until then so that's the fyi for us realtors all right so the article uh the report for january home sales and pricing report from the car website car.org that's california home sales fall to the lowest level in more than 10 years car reports here are the takeaways from this article existing single family home sales totaled 557,730 in january on a seasonally adjusted annualized rate down 3.9% from December and down 12.6% from January 2018. January statewide medium home price was $538,690, down 3.4% from December and up 2.1% from January 2018, year over year. Statewide active listings rose for the 10th straight month, increasing 27% from the previous year. This means there's more inventory now. And the statewide unsold inventory index was 4.6 months in January, up from 3.5 months in December. So again, there's links to these articles in the show notes available at my website, www.theandresegovia.com. You can read the entire article there to really dive into a lot more detail than I'm going to share on this podcast. But okay, that's January. Now we're going to move on to some of the February news that I want to cover. So for February news, this is actually from a national level. This was on marketwatch.com. The title of it was Governor's Grapple with Housing Woes Felt Throughout the Nation. So I'm not going to dive into the article, but I'll just read to you the first opening line. From Vermont to California, governors and housing associations agree Americans in rural and urban areas are facing a housing affordability crisis. And that is very true, which is why um, a lot of the discussions that we've been having here in California, some of the housing 
housing initiatives that I'm actually, I'm actually going to go over here in a little moment and other news items and what the governor is trying to do and what other associations are trying to come together to try to figure out is to address this very thing, the housing crisis and what it means for those of us here in California, uh, because we do have an inventory crisis. Yes, we have more inventory, but we still have that affordability problem and how to address it. So I will get into how we can better address it in a future episode. But for now, we're just going over headlines. So this was from MarketWatch. Now, this is from CNBC.com. The title is a growing number of Californians are considering fleeing the state as they blame sky high cost survey finds. Here are the takeaways from the article published on CNBC by Jeff Daniels. A growing number of Californians are contemplating moving from the state due to the sky high cost of living with sentiment highest among millennials, according to a new study. 53% say they are considering fleeing, representing a jump over the 49% a year ago. The poll conducted by Edelman Intelligence found the chief reason for dissatisfaction isn't wildfires or earthquakes, but how housing costs and availability. So there you go. So we're, we are dealing with the housing crisis and we need to figure this out. Which leads me to the next item here on how the city or counties are trying to address the housing crisis. So this is information from the Los Angeles County Regional Planning. This is how they're going about it. If you're not aware, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors met up to put a rent freeze, basically, or install a temporary rent control, they're calling it, that will only last six months. That was just a way for them to stop um, rent prices from going up for a period of time while they figure out how to address it. And this is what they're coming up with. So they're introducing four housing initiatives. And one of them is called by right housing ordinance. That's allowing multifamily housing by right in certain zones. This next ordinance is called interim and supportive housing ordinance, encouraging development of housing for people experiencing homelessness. The next ordinance is called inclusionary housing ordinance, requiring affordability units in new housing developments. And lastly, the affordability housing preservation ordinance, preserving existing affordable housing. And all this is for the unincorporated areas of Los Angeles County. Uh, a tidbit that I'm, I'm going to dive more into in the March news roundup, but I'll mention here, Inglewood and Glendale are now officially rent control cities. This actually happened at the first week of March. So just giving you a heads up about that. But in regards to the unincorporated areas of Los Angeles County, if you don't want to wait to hear my takes on all these initiatives and what they mean for you, you can go straight to the website, planning.lacounty.gov forward slash housing forward slash initiative so you can learn more. Or you can also call at 213-974-6417. That's 213-974-6417. Once again, for more information or for you to provide input. This affects me directly also because I have investment properties in the unincorporated areas of Los Angeles County. So I'm very interested to see what these initiatives mean entirely and how they would affect my property that I currently own. And that's the way the news goes, ladies and gentlemen. I did have an announcement to make, but by the time this episode airs, unfortunately, you might miss out on the opportunity to see it or attend to it. And that's the 48th annual trade show and conference hosted by the Apartment Association of Orange County. They're doing what is called the the science of rental housing. All the finest industry resources are gathered in one location where they're covering appliance sales and leasing, asphalt and concrete, banking and lending, doors and windows, environmental services, financial and tax planning, evictions and collections, insurance, landscape maintenance, and so much more items that they list on their flyer. This is a must-attend event. So if you have an opportunity to go, if, if you heard it on my show or saw it on my website or, or saw it on my Twitter, then great. You probably are aware of this, but by the time you probably hear this, registration will most likely be closed, but registration will 
still be available on site. It's free to attend, but parking is $9. You can network with fellow property owners, managers, and rental housing professionals. Hey, if you're not even an owner or of anything or looking into property investment, this is a good place for you to go because there's seminars that can help you better your business, whether you're starting or experienced. There'll be door prizes, raffles, cash prizes, and more. Once again, the admission is free. This is at the OC Fair and Event Center. So to learn more, you can go to www.aaoc.com. That's www.aaoc.com. Or you can call them at 714-245-9500. That's 714-245-9500. Online registration closes March 14th, which is probably after this episode has aired. But registration will still be available on site if you attend yours truly is intending to be there as well and i'll see you there full disclaimer the aaoc or the apartment association of orange county is not affiliated with the program nor did they pay for me to advertise for them i'm just really interested in going and i think it's very important for you the consumer to know more about rental housing and that does it for this edition of the Andres Govia Show. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you might be listening to the program so you can be in the know. If you want a question featured on the program, you can reach me on Facebook and Instagram, same handle, at the Andres Segovia, on Twitter, at underscore Andres Segovia, and of course, email at andres at segoviares.com. Thank you so much for listening to the program, and I'll see you on the next one. <laughs>